Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. To pick up a free audiobook download, head on over to audibletrial.com slash simpletheology. Welcome, Welcome to Simple, Simple Theology. Theology. I thought you said you wanted me to do it. <laughs> Welcome to Simple Theology. This is a podcast connecting theology, which is about Christianity, God, all these good things, to your everyday life. We do that via examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. Um, the Protestant, relatively evangelical Christian faith. So. You mean relatively evangelical? Well, I think sometimes we're totally evangelical. Yeah, but the word evangelical also has a lot of negative connotations, so that's why some people don't use it. Yeah, but does that I mean e- we don't use the word? Because well, it's Russell Moore wrong? doesn't use the word. Well, Russell Moore can, he can use whatever word he wants. I know, and so can I. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Is that because I'm not Russell Moore? Well, hey, gang. Uh, my name is Rick Gromlich. We are glad you're here with us, and um, my guest today is <laughs> Rob Kane. <laughs> Guests on the show. Good to be here, Rick. Thanks yeah, Rob me. is the connections leader at uh, Life no, Point Church Westerville. He is also the um, head the um, baby um, baptizer, mm, and nope. um, he will also nope. help you recant your your previous faith and forgive all your sins with his holy water. <laughs> no, uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Okay, Rob. Glad you're here, Rob. Good to be here. Yeah. So, what are we doing? Well, we're hanging out. That's right. We're in our nursery. Our nursery? As in Danielle and I's nursery. Yeah. Don't get your hopes up, buddy. <laughs> and We talked about that last episode. We we reject Yeah, we reject homosexuality. that. We don't receive it or But we do it. love the people. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Definitely don't want to get that mixed up. Um, we're hanging out in the nursery. We are getting ready. We're trying to record this sooner rather than later because we're getting close on time because we're about to go hang out with Mark, Mark Glenn at Summit Baptist Church and his family. And we're going to have some pizza with some friends and go to their evening service. So if you're in the Columbus, Pataskala area, check out Middlesburg. Summit Baptist Church. Summit Baptist Church. Great place. Doing the, a great church revitalization there. Mark and Mary Glenn doing some awesome stuff. We're excited to hang out with them. Um, good people. Yeah, good peeps. Good people. They're good people. They are good people. <laughs> if I could describe them How in you? two words, yeah, um, they'd be good people. Yeah, that was great. Profound. <laughs> you should get a tattoo of that. That'd be a silly tattoo. So is the one you have now, but that doesn't okay. change anything. <laughs> uh, so, Rob, is it Ouch. wrong for us to... <laughs> is, it, is it wrong for us to record this uh, today? Because it's, mm. it's a Sunday. It it's is the a Lord's Sunday. Day. Yep, it it's is the uh, Lord's Day. We're doing we're doing work. On the Sabbath. On on the Sabbath. Is today the Sabbath? It's the it's the New Testament Sabbath. Oh, ooh, good clarification. Good clarification. So why did I have to clarify that, Rick? I was just wondering. I'm going to let you answer this. I, why I wanted I to, to know if it was Testament? a sin no, no, no. for us to record. Why did I have to clarify this is a New Testament? We're diving in. Guys, we're talking about the Sabbath today. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. <laughs> Should have read my notes. Mm. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's at the top in big, so today big we bold are letters. About <laughs> biggest font on there. It's even highlighted in yellow. <laughs> oh, Sabbath. Oh, I thought it's... <laughs> 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 Sabbath. <laughs> um, 
No, we are talking about the Sabbath, which was a request. Yep. So we we love hearing By from Raquel. you guys. Yeah. And she sent us an awesome email. Yeah. Wow. Real. I mean, I was a little concerned about the aspect <laughs> where she said I should be a little bit more like Rick. <laughs> I couldn't believe but, that. But apart from that, it was she a knows though. Tremendous like, she email. She has great discernment. <laughs> Phenomenal discernment. No, we uh, are super appreciative for that email. Super appreciative for uh, Raquel's support. Yeah. And thank so you for listeners for sending great. in this topic. It's a great topic yes. suggestion, and we're actually pretty excited to talk about it because it's important to talk about. It is. And we should probably clarify right from the get go that. Christians who are faithful um, will disagree on this. This is one of those topics that uh, some Christians would consider themselves Sabbatarians, and other Christians would... Sabbatarian meaning... Meaning that they do everything that they can to make sure that they're not doing any work on the Sabbath, because they feel like they should keep the Sabbath day holy, and the way they do that is by not doing any work. Right. So it's it's very similar to what you might see or what you might think the Old Testament... um, Jews practiced on the Sabbath. Yeah, they'll kill different, people for picking different up sticks. Days. <laughs> Those were the Pharisees, actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are talking about the Sabbath. This is something that culturally, um, you know, 50 years ago, it used to be different. 50 years ago, as my parents tell me, you know, grocery stores, gas, things were shut down on Sunday. Mm. Like if you needed, not everywhere, but most places, if you needed gas, you needed to fill up on Saturday because you couldn't get it till Monday or different places were closed. And we still see that with banks being closed. And it's generally a day where more businesses... A lot of places won't sell alcohol on Sunday. So there's still that remnant of um, more of a Sabbatarian-ish culture. You know, I mean, all of like theology, Christian worldview aside, that would still be pretty nice. Just to to actually just rest. Yeah. Right, because the thing is... I mean, there would be times when it's inconvenient for sure. Right. But I think once that became a normal rhythm of life, that would be pretty nice. And we see that throughout scripture where God's design actually matches up with what humans need. I mean, the research is saying that in, in brain research that people need to rest. People need time to decompress. And um, so companies are giving people more time. They're being more giving with having a day off and so forth. Yeah, they say America is the no vacation nation. Absolutely. We, well, take, it, we take less vacation than anyone else, which means we rest which less is, than less, anyone else. I think it's more than anyone else in the Western world because um, – People in India, people in Bangladesh, you know, Vietnam, they're not really taking a whole lot of vacations. They're just working to death. You know what I mean? Like that's, for the Western world though, we work more than anyone. But anyway, the Sabbath, as a culture, there's a lot of ideas. When you say Sabbath, people have a lot of ideas what they think it is, what they think it means, yeah, how it applies. Seventh-day Adventists would think something right? different than we would. Exactly. Um, so anyway, so... A kind of a definition of the Sabbath. Um, prior to Christ, the Sabbath was observed on the seventh day of the week, which was the day God rested after creation, in the day which he set apart for his people, for people under his uh, Mosaic covenant to rest and observe God's commands and who um, he is. So it's something that he has set apart, or he set apart for his people to say, you need to physically rest. And some of the ramifications were his the, the servants and those people under the Jews rested as well. It's a time to remember who God was and also that God rested on the seventh day. And it, it also spoke to um, that foreshadowing of, of Christ. I think we're going to get into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But prior to the Mosaic Covenant, the command to observe the Sabbath wasn't actually right. ever given. It wasn't there. And so once the once the Decalogue, once the Ten Commandments are given, then there is that commandment. You know which one it is? 
Um, no. You want to take a guess? I mean, I can guess, but I don't Which, want to. What do you guess? No. <laughs> Not doing it. You have a 10% chance. Which <laughs> exactly. one's on in the seven? Exactly. <laughs> I believe it's the fifth one. You can double check me on that, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's the fifth man. Did you look it up? No. I feel no. like you did. I, no just, I, I have a quirky way of remembering it in my head of what the Ten Commandments so, are. So please tell us. Uh, <laughs> this is that's a whole different episode. We can no, come on. Just get, okay, tell us how you, the quirky way you remember this one. So okay, so the first four are obviously between us and God, and the next six are between us and everyone else. So first four being like vertical, next yeah. six being horizontal, so to speak. So the first one I remember as it's first because you're not supposed to have any other gods. Mm-hmm first so the first one had no other guys before me second one make no graven images the third one um is don't take the lord's name in vain and the fourth one it no the fourth one is isn't it the fourth i mean honor the sabbath no yeah, it's honor your mother and father then no no dude i'm striking out hold yeah. on hold you on i'm stop, gonna get it you stop now or do you hold want on to no on? i'm gonna get it so well, yeah, you're going to get it if you go through all of them. <laughs> uh, up or down? <laughs> okay, just give me the fourth one. Um, well, I want to give you the one that you're missing is what I actually want to give you. And that's the sixth one. What is on the Sabbath? Yeah. That's because yeah. the first about. four are between us and God. Yeah, we said we didn't want to go through all of this the is, things. This is just embarrassing. Just this wanted, is turning out poorly. We, <laughs> that's why I didn't go here. First one is I have no other gods before me. Mm. Second one is no grave image. Third one, don't take the Lord's name in vain. Fourth one is now hold on this one's saying the fourth one is the sabbath but the thing that's I just, what i thought the thing i just read said the tenth one or the sixth one no the tenth one's covet no not the tenth one the sixth one this, let me see this is why the sixth one i think is adultery yeah don't listen to rob no 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 it's murder it's murder okay so yeah no that's what it is the fourth one is on the Sabbath. I blame you, Rick. Yep, this is your you're fault. Right, you're right, you're right. What's the sixth one? You should not murder. Good. Okay, so after I get the first four, okay. I remember the next one just by saying, this is so dumb, such a weird way to remember, just saying Mazel, M-A-S-L, and then you have a C at the end. Mazel C. I know, it's it's weird, but it- Mazel C? I would say it works for me, but clearly that didn't work just a moment ago, but it's murder. Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Uh, don't steal. Don't lie. Don't cut it. So you actually like took the discipline to, to memorize the Ten Commandments? Yeah. Cool. Was that like in third grade? or? Is no, that... it, was, it was like within the last year because I was embarrassed that I couldn't remember them. So for all of you out there who feel like you can't remember them, you're in good company. I thought I had them down and clearly I just mixed the fourth and the fifth or the sixth, whatever it was. So you memorized something, not so that you could honor the Lord, but so you could be prideful. It was Having both. the right, it was right answers in front of me and an impressed man, your shot came, you struck out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My one opportunity. <laughs> no. Key here is don't memorize anything. So the anything. fourth <laughs> commandment <laughs> is yes. to honor the Sabbath. And uh, prior to uh, the Mosaic Covenant where God gave uh, Moses the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, that command was never given. And so what what we believe as um, New Testament believers, and like I said, there are other believers who may believe something different, but uh, that we are no longer under the Mosaic Covenant. Yes. And so therefore, we no longer have to honor the Sabbath in the way that those who are under the Mosaic Covenant did. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that all of the commands are just we're freed from them. 
because the commands show God's character. Correct. <clears throat> so uh, what we recognize is that God's character is portrayed throughout Scripture, but honoring the Sabbath is now found in Christ because Christ is our Sabbath. He is yes. our Sabbath rest. We no longer have to work to right. achieve salvation. We can rest in Christ. Yeah, so a, a little quote um, I took off of Grace to You website, which is a, a ministry that John MacArthur has or is part of. It says, We believe the Old Testament regulations governing Sabbath observations are observances. Cere- sorry, observances are ceremonial, not moral aspects of the law. As such, they are no longer in force, but have passed away along with the um, sacrificial system, the Levitical priesthood, and all other aspects of Moses' law that uh, prefigured Christ. Here are the reasons we hold to this view. And they go on to list several passages, and we're going to touch on some of those. And one of those is what what Rob kind of listed before, is that that we find um, this rest in what Christ has done for us. So in the Old Covenant, there was a a work that these people had to, to continue on, whereas in the New Covenant, it is done, we rest in who Christ is. Yeah, so Rick, what would be that first passage? That we would want to hit on. Yeah, so Colossians 2, 16-17 says, Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in question of food and drink, or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are the shadows of the things to come, but the substance but the substance belongs to Christ. Mm-hmm. So uh, this would be an argument maybe against a strong Sabbatarian saying you have to observe it on this day, and this is what it is commanded. We're saying, do not pass judgment on these things, for they are a foreshadow of the things that are to come, um, and, and what has been fulfilled in Christ. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one would be Acts 20, verse 7, which says, On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, and he prolonged his speech until midnight. So what we see here right off the bat, this is always kind of a funny passage whenever I read it, is Paul preaching on the first day of the week, on the Lord's Day, which is why we now, as New Testament believers, gather on the first day, because that was the day that Jesus rose, was resurrected, and so we gather on that first day to remember his resurrection. And so on this first day, when they are gathered, Paul's preaching, and he's getting pretty (laughs) long-winded. And if you guys know the context of the passage, what ends up happening is one of the guys falls asleep, and they're in an upper room. He falls asleep in the windowsill and falls out of the window and dies. And Paul goes down and lays hands on him, and he ends up coming back to life. But with the, the point of that passage is that the Sabbath, what we see is that the Sabbath transitions in the Old Testament from the seventh day of the week, mm-hmm. which was a foreshadowing, which was a shadow of the substance yeah. to come, to the first day of the week, where now we rest, but we rest in the substance being Christ. Yeah, it's... um. It, again, it points back to Christ. Um, Romans 14, verse 5, says, One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. So this becomes a matter of conscience. And we talked about this in several episodes um, dealing with different things where you you do this out of conviction. So if you, there's not this law that you have to observe it on this day. So if you take time and, and rest from the work, and that you just rest to, to be with the Lord, it's a, 
maybe a part of your rhythm and your devotion. Some do that one day, some do that a part every day, but either way, it's a matter of conscience. So I cannot impose my view onto Rob, and neither can he impose his view onto me, um, because I'm convinced this is what the Lord has for me. Now, when you have to be careful with this passage, can be taken out of context and applied to many different things. Well, yeah, you can't be homosexual if, if that's your conviction, but my conviction is. Hmm. Or you, know, you might be convicted that you can only have one wife, but my conviction is yeah. that that doesn't apply to it because those areas, Scripture specifically addresses those areas in our lives. Yeah. So make sure that you, you or people around you, um, well, you can't make sure other people, but you can definitely be aware when people are taking that out of context. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems funny because just looking at that passage, Romans fourteen five, it almost seems like that argument was happening in Rome. Yeah. Like, oh, we should keep, we should still keep the seventh day holy, or no, we should keep this other day right. holy. Like that'll be our Sabbath. And, and Paul's like, dude, one person esteems one day as better than the other, while the other esteems all days alike. Like each should be fully convinced in his own mind. Like, yeah. It just seems like that's the exact, and it may have been the exact argument that he was mm-hmm. addressing. Um, right. But it's so applicable even now when we talk about Sabbath today and how we should approach it. Yeah. And, and, and other things, um, uh, being maybe food or, or alcohol or... Um, he gets into that in Romans 14. Halloween. <laughs> First Corinthians 8. Yeah. There you you go. know, there's different things where you, you need to follow your conscience on that. Yep. So the next one, um, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 through 11 says, therefore, a Sabbath rest remains for God's people. For the person who has entered his rest has rested from his own works, just as God did from his. Let us then make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will fall into the same pattern of disobedience. And the author of Hebrews is getting at that Jesus is our Sabbath rest, kind of like what we were saying earlier, that we now rest from our own works. Just as God rested from his works, we rest from our own works because our salvation is not dependent on those, but instead dependent on Christ in whom we rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, the next passage is a narrative out of the Gospel of Mark. This is a long one. Mark 2, 23 through 28. Strap yourselves in, folks. One Sabbath he was going through the grain fields. As they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are you or why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him, how they entered the house of God in the time of uh, Abathar? Abiathar? Abiathar, the high priest, and they ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave to those who were with them. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is the Lord, even of the Sabbath. So it's this idea that the Sabbath is not made for um, like for us um, or for God. It was made for us so that we can observe God, not for his own thing. So we get that backwards sometimes when we put God for saying we, we have to do this because this is for God. It's for us and our observance of God. And that's why it's important. Robert's really struggling to find the right outfit. <laughs> Sorry. Danielle came in. You're good. You're good. It's Rob's fault. Yeah. Danielle came in while Rick was reading. 
because we're in the nursery as we said and she's like trying to be as quiet as she can she's telling me what to get out of the drawer he pulls like every other clothing she, item out she said a onesie and she pointed the bottom drawer so i open the bottom drawer and i start pulling out one a onesie and she then says short sleeve so i pull out another one not, they're all white like and so i'm just grabbing all of them and they're all long sleeves he's going through the closet after this finally like, got to a short sleeve one so anyway but that again was was mark chapter two 23 through 28 and it's a story where the pharisees want to catch jesus and his disciples hey you're breaking the sabbath and jesus does what he always does in these situations and turns on them not turns on them but but reveals to them what scripture says and says hey listen you've had this all wrong because you've been obeying the sabbath thinking that's what god like it's for god's sake and it, it's, it makes god happy he said no the sabbath was created for you for man to observe yeah. Not, it wasn't something God created because he just needs people to observe it. Create it for man's sake. So don't value it in a way that's improper. Yeah. I mean, and it, that it, was still Old Covenant. At that yeah, time. yeah. They took the, the good design of God to rest because mm-hmm. just our bodies need rest. And, and observe, yeah. Yeah, and they, they took that and they made themselves just complete slaves to the idea of rest to where they would, they would kill other people for picking yeah. up sticks. Yeah, I mean, crazy stuff. They're like... They would say if you, um, some, some Pharisees or Sadducees, if you spit on the ground, yeah. it would create like a dimple and like almost like you're f- f- making furrows in the ground to plant. Yeah, it'd be like, like considered doing work because that's borderline digging. Yeah. Because <laughs> your spit. Wow. <laughs> made a little dimple in the ground. Like they had to be hated by like almost everybody. Oh, yeah, I'd imagine. I would imagine. But anyway, Do we, do okay. we have an equivalent in our society to those people? Um, the hyper-spiritual, well-actually folks. People who always critique, well-actually. Yeah. I, they would be close. Yeah. It yeah. certainly wouldn't be the same. We're not killing people. But the people who are just like, you're always yes. walking on yes. eggshells around. Yeah, that is annoying. Like, yeah. Uh, they're well, all over the Well, internet. actually, the Bible says this. Or, you know... And then they cite some ridiculous guy shouting. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, um, well, actually. <laughs> well, actually, to you're well, actually. Anyway, okay, so we talk about um, how every doctrine should fuel our head, our heart, and our hands. So, Rick. Yes. What should our head think regarding this doctrine? How, how, how does this doctrine fuel our confidence, as the guys at Doc and Diva would say, like confidence, conviction, conduct? Like, how does the doctrine of the Sabbath make us confident in our standing with Christ or in just take it from there? I will take it from there. Take it. Uh, well, primarily, the the teaching of the New Covenant Sabbath is that the work has been done. We no longer have to strive in the same effort they did in the Old Covenant. The work is done, and we rest in who Christ is. That what in the Old Testament, what was a, a foreshadow of Christ— has come and he's our substance. He's um, fulfilled the law for us. So that's a huge piece to it. Yeah. Um, to, to take more to like a cultural level, I think we need to just know intellectually that the Old Covenant Sabbath was on Saturday. We observe the Lord's Day on the first day of the week, Sunday, and we get that from the practice of the early church as we see in Acts, and that's why we do that. We do not say Sunday is a sacred day and it's set apart, Meaning, if you work on Sunday, if you do, you're sinning, hmm. 
but you do need to have a practice of physical rest somewhere. Whoa, 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 buddy. That's in the conduct section. That's in the hand section. Oh, sorry. We're in the head section. There's no notes, so I'm just going. Yeah, we got head, heart, hands. Hey, you said take it from here. I was was asking you to talk about the head concept. The head's going to trickle into the heart. Exactly, but we're getting there one step at a time. So anyway, you have to um, understand the structure and how one day is not more holy than another, but you can observe and you need a day to observe yeah so how does that affect our heart you want me to take that one or? well i mean i tried but you shut me off <clears throat> well rick you were actually well, jumping to the this. hands so so <laughs> it should make you love the lord more it should make your heart your affections um stronger towards him and what again what christ has done for you it should also make you love others and like, you shouldn't have a dogmatic, I think. I mean, Rob opened up saying that plenty of people would disagree with me. I'm not sure if a whole lot of people would disagree unless they're well, I mean, a lot of the Adventists. Well, even, even like PCA, so you know the Reformed pub. Yeah. They shut down their Facebook page on Sunday to well, observe the Lord's Day because they're Sabbatarians. Yeah, and but, so, but, but they, I guess my question would be, do they do that as a conviction of their own? Or they do they think they need to impose that on everybody? Because well, that's if, if different. You're, if you're part of the Reform Pub, guess it Reform Pub, they just ask that you adhere to it when it comes to their right. So, so like, so I, that's my, you that's my be able point. To go though, on there. I guess that's where I'd, I'd distinguish. Like, it's one thing to say this. Thus saith the Lord, the first day of the week is holy, set apart for all man. Or, thus saith the Lord, for me, it's set apart. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, I think they. So, would, I think they would believe that it that it should be for all man. But they aren't gonna. Uh, okay. They're not. That's gonna, very different. Yeah, yeah. So the Seventh Day Adventist, their first no. day, their first day Adventist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So like they they would view the law like the re- reformed camp, and and we would consider ourselves reformed, but we're not this reformed. Um, we're reformed in that area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, like PCA, OPC, and PCA is Presbyterian Church of America, OPC Orthodox Presbyterian yeah. Church. Um, and a lot of the like really, really Reformed Baptists would say that the law that God gave yeah. is split up into three parts, the the moral, the judicial, and the um, uh, civil. And they would say that the third use of, they would talk about how the moral law is still active. And so they would include the Ten Commandments in that and say that all of them are still, we're still under because that shows us the way of godly living. We're not under them to achieve salvation, but it shows us the way of godly living. And so, so, so I just want to clarify, yeah, because I'm I'm not sure if I completely get that, nor agree with it. But you're saying they're not saying we're under them, or we are. Because if we're no, under, not, if we're under them, we are. then we are under them for our salvation. Well, they they would say it's it's the use of God. It's helps us, right? Know how to live in a godly and, way, and I would agree because with they that. show. Yeah, I would agree. Like, do not murder. Well, yeah, I agree. But I, like, I would not say that I'm under them. Yeah. So personally, I would I would think my conviction is that we are under nine of those ten because nine of them are talked about in the New Testament, and those nine reflect God's character. Correct. Correct. But we're not we're not under that honor of the Sabbath because the Sabbath has been completely fulfilled in Christ, and the way that we now honor the Sabbath is by resting in Him. Yeah, um, I guess I just want to clarify because Paul was clear in Romans that if if you set out to keep one part of the law, you'd keep the whole thing. Yeah, and so when you set it up and, as if and Galatians, yeah, and so when you set it up, Galatians two, 
Yeah, we, we don't. You set it up to, to be obedient to that, and then you are really setting yourself in a bad position because you can't fulfill it. Yeah, so look, 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 look. Right. So, hey, 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 hey. If you guys hey, are interested hey, hold, in it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> look, hold, look on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to go to the uh, hands part of this. <laughs> If you guys want to know more about that, dig into it. This is simple theology. We've already gotten more complicated than what we need to. Plus, I can't speak for Rick, but I don't know enough about it to to definitively say what the other side thinks. I, I agree. I do not know enough. But so, I, from what I'm hearing, I would say I don't agree with it. Yeah, I, I, I don't wrong, think that I've misrepresented it. If I have, then feel free to let me know, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and and so those anyway. guys, those guys, I I look up to and respect a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not at all yeah. saying that they're yeah. like. It's, heretical it's, in any, it's not, by any means. This isn't a um, a major doctrine to seek division over. Yeah, exactly. Like any means or a hill so the last one. So hands, Rob is hands. Go ahead, take that one. So, um, how should this affect what we do? I think it's important that we do um, recognize God's design in giving us a day to rest. Mm-hmm. Jesus said in what was that Mark two that the Sabbath was made for man. So God has given us a day to rest because we do need physical rest. We're not able to just go, 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 go because we will break down. There have been cultures and societies that have tried that and it's been a failed experiment. And we see that a lot with, um, case in point right now, it's just the, the Japanese culture where they are literally working themselves to death. I mean, wow. they, they just, because they don't have a culture of rest. They have a high work threshold. They're working ridiculous hours. They have high suicide rates, very high depression rates because they are not resting hmm. and it's in and in it's hard for you to hear the lord speaking to you if you're not setting aside time to rest yeah and i'm not talking time to veg out and play video games watch tv or scroll through pinterest uh, but time to to really rest yeah so the way that this should should shape our actions is we should make it a point to find a day preferably the Lord's Day, because that just kind of works out well to, to gather mm-hmm. uh, with one another and worship corporately. But twofold, we should certainly not neglect to gather. Mm. Um, I think it's Hebrews 9. Like, don't forsake the gathering. And so whether you work on a Sunday or <clears throat> or not, you can't you can't just write off the 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 Sunday gathering because, oh, I work that day. I'm, I don't have to go to, I don't have to go to church. I don't have to gather my brothers and sisters in Christ. No, you are still called to gather with one another. However, if your day of rest, whether that's <clears throat> physical rest or mental rest, because if you work uh, a job that is physically demanding, mm-hmm. then it would be wise for you to take a day to physically rest. Yeah. But maybe you work a job that's really mentally demanding and you might sit eight, 10, 12 hours a day, but you're just exhausted mentally, then it would be good to take a day and not focus on your work and maybe go out, play some golf or shoot some hoops or do whatever you find rejuvenating, but find a day, one, to rest, whether that's physically or mentally, but then two, make sure that you're gathering together with the body on the Lord's day to worship him and to find your Sabbath rest in Christ. I agree. Well said, Rob. Mm. Well said. Um, I think it's it. what it looks like for you to rest is a very important question, something that you need to spend time personally working through. What does it look like for me to rest and to rest well? Uh, what activities, what, do, what needs to be done? Um, 
it's funny, like in the old covenant, I mean, you had to have all your food made, everything made Friday night, because Friday night at sundown, the Sabbath began. Yep. And until sundown on Saturday, you, you, know, you couldn't do anything. Well, similar for us, like if you're going to rest well on a day, you need to know, hey, I need to have a few things in order. I need to have maybe grocery shopping done, or I need to have um, some stuff figured out. So when that time comes, I'm not running around last minute. I can partake and I can rest and then again figure out what those things are that help you to rest well especially as a married couple figuring out how you help your spouse rest is very important um because it can be easy like hey it's my time to rest okay hey babe can you do the kid watch the kids <laughs> and fix me dinner and you know that's you need to that'd be nice yeah but that'd I'm just saying like you need to <laughs> and, and, and I mean Rob, Rob doesn't lift a finger around here. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Hey, I get onesies out of the drawer. <laughs> the wrong one. <laughs> I Fifteen lift, times. I like three or four of them there. <laughs> but but the point is, I think that learning how as an individual, individual you rest well is vital. And then figuring out as a couple, if you have a spouse, how can I help you rest? And even people, man, maybe you're in college, maybe you have a roommate. That's a, a somewhat of a similar conversation. What does it look like? Hey, this is my time. Let's let's not have people over at this time, or let's, you know, figure that out. Yeah, and, and, and there needs to be a little bit of accountability in that as well. Yeah, and a final word would would be that if your day of rest, whether that's physical rest or mental rest, happens to come on a day that's not the Lord's day, would really encourage you to be extra aware of. God's blessings in your life in the way that God has worked and, and is yeah. still working. Be Use that day to spend quality time with right. the Lord. Every day you should be spending quality time with the Lord, but especially on that day when He gives you yeah. to rest. Because, I mean, the church in the Western world has not done a good job of helping protect that day off. Yeah. It's packed. Well, you have church, you have Sunday school, then you have church service, and then you have small group, and then you have church Sunday night, and yeah. go, 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 go. And it's your day of rest, and you've been at church for eight hours throughout the day or with Christians for eight hours, but you you yourself have not rested. And again, that plays in. Are you introverted or are you extroverted? How, what's it look like? Do you get recharged by being alone in solitude? Do you get recharged by being around other um, brothers and sisters in Christ? Either way, you need to f- help figure that out and, and work through that. It's, it's really important. Yeah. So that's uh, our our part of the sabbath what we think uh, obviously we, we took a little nosedive off into some other things but um if you like today's episode and you think someone else would we'd love for you to share it please check out our itunes leave us um a rating check out our itunes yeah my tunes and your tunes <laughs> and uh, we're on there you can leave us a rating you can also leave us a review which we love those we as well do. we do um if you'd like to contact us we're on facebook at simple theology we're on twitter at simple theology underscore you can always hit up our website at simpletheology.org. And we've had some very, very faithful people support us on Patreon at Simple Theology. So if you go to Patreon, yeah, thank you look guys. up Simple Theology. We're there. You can also just go to our website, simpletheology.org. Find a link to our Patreon page. Um, a few people have been very faithful to that and has greatly encouraged us. Just blown away by their support. So thank you guys for listening, and uh, we appreciate you. Bye. Peace out, y'all.